big thank you to our scripture readers this week and to all those who continue to to carry out that great ministry of reading God's word. Gracias a todos los lectores de la palabra de Dios y a los que leyeron esta semana. So for the last maybe three to five years, um, I have been noticing a gradual ringing tone in my ears that's been growing louder and louder. Hay un zumbido en mis oídos que, que va creciendo cada vez más alto. And it's there all the time. I, I, I can hear it right now. If I'm still, I can, oh yeah, still there. Ese sonido está ahí. It doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. No me molesta mucho. Uh, but I will tell you what does bother me. Uh, when I'm trying to talk to someone, when I'm having a conversation with someone, it seems now that the you know background noises, noises like machines running or music playing or even other people talking in the background, that seems much louder. Lo que son ruidos en el trasfondo de maquinaria, música parece más alto. And the person talking in front of me seems a bit softer. La persona que me habla parece que su voz es más suave. And so background and foreground noises all seem about the same. And I don't like that. And, and then there's this. Uh, I have trouble now hearing real clearly certain pitches, certain tones of voice, especially children. High voices. It's difícil oír voces altas como de niños, and especially on the telephone. That's even harder. En el teléfono es más difícil. So what's going on with me here? What, what's wrong? Well, I have to tell you, I went on the Internet, looked it up, and sure enough, as I suspected, as you probably know, these are the early signs of hearing loss. Son señales de pérdida de audición. Now, it's not drastic. It's not big, but it means, yeah, I'm getting older. And it also means that now more than before, I, I really have to work at listening to people. I have to work at hearing things. Tengo que esforzarme más por escuchar. And, and sometimes, to be frank, it, it's a struggle to hear. Es una lucha para escuchar. Now, I'm sharing that with you not because I'm looking for pity. All right, I, I, do not, I don't need that. No busco su simpatía. If, if I wanted that, I could start talking about my vision, but that's another thing. Uh, but I'm not looking for that. But the point is this. I believe that all of us are suffering from hearing loss. Todos sufrimos de pérdida de audición. Now, the hearing loss I'm talking about is not physical. You may not have physical hearing loss. Puede que no tengas una pérdida de audición física, but the hearing loss I'm specifically referring to is spiritual. We all suffer from spiritual hearing loss. Todos sufrimos de una pérdida de audición espiritual. And, and it really goes back to the very beginning of time. It goes back to our ancestors, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve enjoyed a kind of direct communication with God that you and I could only dream of. Adán y Eva tuvieron una comunicación directa con Dios. In, in fact, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible tells us they could actually hear the sound of God walking in the garden. They could hear him rustling through the bushes. Podían escuchar el ruido de que Dios estaba cuando estaba caminando por el jardín. And when they hid from God in the bushes... God called out to them, and they could hear his voice. Adam, Eve, where are you? Podían oír cuando Dios decía, Adán y Eva, ¿dónde están ustedes? 
they had that direct communication and that direct voice of God. But of course, sin changed all of that. El pecado cambió todo eso. And sin, one of the results was that it separated us not only from God's presence, but sin separated us from our ability to hear and track with the voice of God. El pecado nos separó también de la voz de Dios. And so outside of paradise, which is where we live, here's the reality. It's a struggle to hear. Es una lucha escuchar fuera del paraíso. And although God continues to speak, God continues to communicate with us, we have problems picking up that message. Dios sigue comunicándose, pero no escuchamos ese mensaje. So here's the question. Is it even possible for us to hear God's voice? Es posible oír la voz de Dios. And, and if it is, how do we tell when, when it's God that's speaking and not something else or someone else? ¿Cómo sabemos que es Dios que habla? And also, can, can you and I improve our spiritual hearing? Is that even possible? Es posible mejorar la audición personal y espiritual. Well, those are all important questions, I think, especially in light of where we're living right now. I mean, we're living in some very turbulent times. Uh, we're going through this pandemic. Uh, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of social and political tension going on right now. Hay muchas tensiones sociales, la pandemia. And if, if ever there was a time we need to hear from God, uh, it's now. Tenemos que oír de Dios ahora. But how do we do that? Does God really have something to say to us? Es que Dios nos tiene algo que decir? And, and if he does... How do we pick up on his signal? How do we tune into him? ¿Cómo podemos sintonizarnos a la señal de Dios? Those are all important things, important questions that we want to explore today as we go through a series of messages, a new series that we're beginning today that I'm titling, Listen Up. Listen Up. For the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about these questions. Vamos a hablar de estas preguntas en una nueva serie. Escuchen, oigan. And so we begin today with an invitation from God's word. And this invitation is found in the scripture we read from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Comenzamos con una invitación de Deuteronomio 6, 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Escucha, Israel, el Señor, nuestro Dios es el único Señor. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Ama Señor tu Dios con todo tu corazón, con toda tu alma y con todas tus fuerzas. Those two verses are the confession of every devout Jewish person. In fact, this is the daily profession of faith of a good Jew. Es la profesión diaria de un buen judío. It is the core of the Jewish faith. It's all expressed in these two verses. It's known as the Shema. Se llama el Shema. And the reason it's called the Shema is that Shema in Hebrew is the first word of these verses. It means to hear. Hear, O Israel. Shema quiere decir, escucha. Shema Yisrael Adonai Elohenu Adonai Echad. Hear, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Escucha Israel, el Señor, nuestro Dios es el único Señor. And you are to love this one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and, 
and with all your strength. Ama Señor tu Dios con todo tu corazón, con toda tu alma, todas tus fuerzas. We are familiar with that part. We know that as the greatest commandment. Jesus said it's the first and the greatest commandment. Es el primer y el gran mandamiento. And it certainly is. But you know, not too long ago, uh, someone said something that struck me. And they said, really, in this passage, the first commandment is not the first commandment. En ese pasaje, primer mandamiento no es el primer mandamiento. The first commandment here is here. That's the first commandment. Escucha ese primer mandamiento. When you think about it, if we can't follow that commandment, if we can't hear what God is about and what God wants to say, we can't obey Him. We can't love Him with everything we've got. Si no podemos oír lo que dice Dios, no podemos amarlo con todo lo que somos. And so really, what we're talking about here is the pre-commandment before the first commandment. Es, es el pre-mandamiento del primer mandamiento. Hear, listen, absorb this. Receive this. Take this in. Get this into your being. Reciban esto. Acepten esto. Absorban esto. Hear, O Israel. Escucha Israel. And who's Israel? Well, of course, Israel here is talking about the nation of Israel. Se refiere al país que es Israel. But, but it goes beyond that. Israel was actually the name given by God to Jacob, the head of Israel's family, the father of the nation. Uh, fue el nombre que Dios dio a Jacob, el padre de Israel. And the name Israel means one who struggles with God. El que lucha con Dios significa ese nombre. One who struggles with God. And Jacob did. Jacob wrestled all night with God. And he said, I won't let you go until you bless me. Luchó Jacob con Dios toda la noche, and God gave him that name, the one who struggles with God. It's an appropriate name for Israel, because if you look at the history of Israel, in fact, this is what we saw in our series on the judges, Israel was always struggling with God. Israel siempre luchaba con Dios. They're always struggling, not only with God, but they were struggling to hear God. Siempre luchaban para escuchar a Dios. Let's look at the prophet Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 7 in the Old Testament. And Zechariah 7, 11 and 12, in two verses, we have basically, in a nutshell, the story of Israel. In those versículos aquí tenemos la historia de Israel. This is what it says. They, the people of Israel, refused to pay attention. Stubbornly, they turned their backs and stopped up their ears. Ellos se negaron a hacer caso, desafiantes, volvieron la espalda y se taparon los oídos. And it goes on, it says, they made their hearts as hard as flint and would not listen to the law or to the words that the Lord Almighty had sent by His Spirit through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry para no oír las instrucciones ni las palabras que por medio de los antiguos profetas el Señor Todopoderoso había enviado con su espíritu, endurecieron su corazón como el diamante. Por lo tanto, el Señor Todopoderoso se llenó de ira. The story of Israel is a story of a people that struggled to hear God. And many times they struggled because they were, they were closing their own ears. So in order to hear God, you've got to, to struggle. 
In fact, this is not just referring to the people of Israel. I believe that Israel refers to any of us who struggle to hear from God. Israel se refiere a los que luchan por escuchar a Dios. And I believe that struggle is necessary because if we're not struggling to hear from God, then that means we're not struggling to get to know God. And we're not struggling to, to follow God. We're not struggling to obey God. And that means we're not struggling to love God with all we've got. Si no luchamos para oír a Dios, no vamos a luchar por conocerlo ni por amarlo. So hear, oh Israel, escucha Israel. And what is it we need to hear? What do we need to get into our, our being? ¿Qué tenemos que escuchar? The Lord, our God, the Lord is one. El Señor nuestro Dios es el único Señor. God is it. God is the one. He's holy. He's unique. He's in a class all on his own. God is the only one who's worthy of all our entire focus and devotion. He is a cut above. Dios es santo. Él es el único digno de nuestra devoción y amor. So here's the thing. If God is not above the rest, if God is just, you know, one voice that we're listening to among many other voices if if god is just a little bit what we're listening to and we're listening to a lot of other things and giving them the same value we shouldn't expect to hear from god si dios es una voz entre muchas no vamos a oír de él if god is for us just you know, just one extracurricular activity amongst many other extracurricular activities in our lives. You know, there's God on Sunday morning and before mealtimes, and then there's my work, and then there's my family, and then there's my golf game, and then there's my, my hobbies, and then there's my vacations, and then there's this and that, my 401k, all these things. If God is just one activity amongst other activities, we're not going to pick up on his signal. Si Dios es simplemente una actividad entre otras, Los hobbies, el trabajo, la familia, etc. No vamos a sintonizarnos con él. If God is just one source of wisdom amongst many other sources of wisdom that we look for and look to, if we've got God and then there's Dr. Phil and there's Oprah and, and there's Reader's Digest or whatever it is, if God is just one amongst many sources of wisdom, we should not expect to learn anything from God. If he's not set apart, if he's not greater, we're not going to hear from him. Si Dios es simplemente una fuente de sabiduría entre otras, entre Cristina y, y, y los libros de autoayuda, etc., no vamos a escucharlo. So here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. There's only one source of truth that we need to look to that is above the rest. Hay una sola fuente de verdad por encima de todo. It's not CNN. It's not Fox News. It's not MSNBC. No es Galavision o Telemundo. It's God alone. And God is the only source of life. 
Our source of life is not in our work. It's not in how much food we've got in the pantry. La vida no está en el trabajo o cuánto dinero tenemos o en la pensión. So hear his word. And in fact, Deuteronomy says, get these words into you. If we go back to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6, it's saying, get what God is saying to you into your heart. Mete lo que Dios dice en tu corazón. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Grábate en el corazón estas palabras que hoy te mando. Get these words, get the truth of God into your kids. Mete esto a tus niños. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road, when you lie down, when you give up and get up. Incúrcaselas continuamente a sus hijos. Get God's words into your head. Mete estas palabras en tu cabeza. It says here, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Llévalas en tu frente como una marca. Get God's communication into your home, into your house. Mete las palabras de Dios a tu casa. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Escríbelas en los postes de tu casa y en los portones de tus ciudades. So, here's the question. How do we do this? ¿Cómo hacerlo? How do we listen to God? How do we listen up when God's not right in front of us like he was with Adam and Eve? ¿Cómo escuchar cuando Dios no estaba enfrente de nosotros como con Adán y Eva? I believe the Bible gives us an indication, a very clear indication in the Gospel of Mark chapter 9. And I want to tell you a story there, and you can read it for yourself, beginning in Mark 9, verse 5 through 8, Marcos 9, 5 al 8. Here we learn about a time when Jesus took three of the disciples. He took Peter, James, and John, that inner circle, and they went up to a high mountain. Pedro, Juan, y Jacobo fueron con Jesús al monte alto. And there, it's hard to imagine the scene, but somehow Jesus was was transformed in his presence. He, he was bathed in a resplendent, brilliant, dazzling light. Fue bañado Jesús en una luz resplandeciente. He was transfigured, it says. And, and it was an amazing scene because all of a sudden, Moses and Elijah appeared on either side of Jesus. Moisés y Elías estuvieron al lado de Jesús. Moses and Elijah, the two great voices of the Old Testament, las grandes voces de Dios del Antiguo Testamento. These are the voices of God. And Peter is pumped. Peter is excited. Pedro está emocionado. He's like, oh, yes, we've got it. Okay, we're going to do this. We're going to build a house for Moses. We'll build a little shack here for Elijah. And this way, we'll always have God's communication. We want to know something from God. We'll go see Moses and Elijah right on this mountain, and they'll be living here. And Oh, this is going to be so awesome, because now we're going to hear from God. Moisés y Elías van a estar aquí siempre, y vamos a poder escuchar a Dios por medio de ellos. And just as he cooks up this plan, a cloud comes down, and God himself speaks directly. Y Dios habla de una nube, and he says, this one, this one in the middle, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Este en medio es mi hijo amado, escúchenlo a él. And as soon as the voice stopped speaking, the cloud lifted, and the disciples looked up, and the only one left was Jesus. 
Solo Jesús se quedó ahí. What's the message? The message is this. Do you want to hear from God? ¿Quieren escuchar de Dios? Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus. Escuchen a Jesús. Jesus is God in the flesh standing right in front of us so we can have that direct communication. Él es Dios mismo hecho hombre enfrente de nosotros. Do you want God's Spirit speaking to your heart? Get to know Jesus who has sent his Holy Spirit to communicate with you. Si quieres conocer, eh, que Dios habla tu corazón, conoce a Jesús. Jesus died upon the cross. He rose again from the dead. Not only to forgive us and to reconcile us with God, but, but also he literally took away the curtain out of the temple. He took away the curtain that separated us from having a direct communication with God so that now through him we can hear God speaking loud and clear. You want to know what God thinks of you? He thinks Jesus of you. That's his message. El mensaje de Dios es Jesús. And because of Jesus now, it is possible for us not only to hear God, but now to follow and love God with all our heart and soul and strength. Ya podemos seguir y amar a Dios con toda nuestra fuerza. But in order to do that, I think we've got to join the struggle. We've got to struggle to listen, to hear from Jesus speaking to us through his word, speaking to us through his spirit. Tenemos que, que luchar por escuchar a Jesús por medio de su palabra y su espíritu. And, and here's the question I think we need to answer. Do we really want that? Do we really want to hear from God? Do I really want to hear from God? Es que de veras queremos escuchar a Dios. Let me put it this way. If we're not opening up this book and getting into it and learning from it and, and attempting to discern what this book has to say to us, God's word, can we truly say we really want to hear from God? Si no abrimos este libro para investigar lo que Dios dice aquí, ¿de veras queremos escuchar de Dios? If we're not going to God in prayer, not only to talk to God, but, but to listen to God in the silence, to allow God that space in our hearts, if we are not doing that, can we truly say we want to hear from God? Si no oramos no solo para hablar a Dios, sino para escuchar de su Espíritu, ¿De veras queremos escuchar de Dios? If we're not listening to God's word being proclaimed, and you're listening to it right now, this is a proclamation of this word, but if we're not doing that, or if we're not gathering to study, or if we're not attempting to come together and to help each other to understand what God's word might be saying, can it truly be said that we want to hear from God? Si no escuchamos la proclamación, la predicación, la palabra, el estudio bíblico, de veras queremos saber de Dios. If we are basing the most important decisions of our lives on, 
on our gut or on horoscopes or on what our favorite celebrity says or some athlete or some politician. If we're basing big life decisions on anything else but what God would say to us, do we really want to hear from God? Si basamos las grandes decisiones de la vida en horoscopios, en, en famosos, en atletas, políticos, y no Dios, ¿de veras queremos escuchar de él? And so there's a challenge here that I want to issue, and the challenge is this. I think we need to evaluate the level of our openness to hearing from God. How open are we? ¿Qué tan abiertos estamos a escuchar de Dios? How open are we to, to hearing from God in all of the ways that he wants to speak to us? But especially, how open are we to receiving from God through Jesus, the most clear communication from God? He's the living word of God. He's the word of God become flesh. How open are we to receive from Jesus? ¿Qué tan abiertos estamos para recibir de Jesús la palabra viva, el verbo hecho hombre? And how open are we to receive through this book, the written word of God, because this book points to Jesus always as the living word. ¿Qué tan abiertos estamos a recibir esta palabra escrita que señala a Jesús la palabra viva? These are things for us to evaluate. And we need to understand the importance of it. So that's why we come to the Lord's table this morning. In fact, we come to the Lord's table, I think, because it is a struggle to hear from God. Es una lucha escuchar de Dios. And at the Lord's table, believe it or not, God speaks to us. This is another way God speaks. Es otra manera en que Dios nos habla. And, and through this table, God invites us to open up to receive his message. He invites us to open up not only our ears, but he really invites us to open up our mouths. As we receive the bread, as we receive what's in the cup, nos invita a abrir la boca para recibir el pan y de la copa. As we're opening up to receive these things, really what we're doing is we're opening ourselves up to the message that God gave his son's body and blood us. Nos abrimos a mensaje que Dios dio su cuerpo y su sangre por nosotros. So I want to invite you to come to this table with that in mind. With an open ear, with an open mouth, with an open heart. We're going to pray and prepare for that in just a minute, but I want to just add one other thing. And that is this week as we go forward from this table, al seguir adelante esta mesa, I would like to also challenge you to listen to God's word. Escuchen la palabra de Dios. Some of us have been reading the Bible in a two-year cycle. We're going to finish in December. Estamos leyendo la Biblia en un ciclo de dos años. Terminamos en diciembre. Two chapters a day, ten minutes a day. Some of us have done that. Some started and haven't done it. No matter where you are, whether you've been doing it, you've tried it and aren't doing it, or you haven't done it at all, I want to invite you this week 
listen to God's word with us. Uh, in our schedule, we're currently reading the book of Acts. Estamos leyendo el libro de Hechos. And I want to invite you not just to read a little bit of Acts this week, every day, but to listen to it. On your phone, you can get the Bible in audio format. Use the audio format. Let it read to you in tu teléfono. O usen el formato audible o, o audio. You can do this on the computer. Some of you may have CDs of the Bible. Here's an easy way. You can just read the scripture out loud. Lean el texto en voz alta. These are all ways to open up the ear and to hear what God is saying. And so this morning, I want to say simply this. Hear, O oh sunrise. Escucha, iglesia amanecer. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. El Señor nuestro Dios es el único Señor. Love the Lord. Love Jesus like no one else. Ama al Señor Jesús como nadie más. Why? Because he loves us like no one else can. Nos ama como nadie más puede. Please join me in prayer. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we come to you and we come to your table. We humble ourselves. And in this moment, Lord, I want to confess on my behalf, but perhaps on the behalf of others, my spiritual hearing loss. Quiero confesar mi pérdida de audición espiritual y para los demás también. Lord, forgive us for not always being open to hear from what, for, uh, hear what you have to say to us. We thank you that you've sent the perfect communication. We cannot say that we do not have a direct communication from you, God, because you've sent your son, Jesus. He is your direct communication. No podemos decir que no tenemos una comunicación directa porque has enviado a tu hijo, Jesús, como la palabra directa de tu presencia. We thank you for Jesus. He is your beloved son. Thank you for sending him to die to pay the price that should have been ours to pay, to rise, to give us the life we should have lived but could never gain. Gracias que Él murió para pagar el precio nuestro de los pecados y resucitó para darnos una nueva vida. Lord, as we partake at this table, may the bread that we break and the cup that we bless be to us a participation, a, the communion of the body and blood of Christ. En esta cena que el pan que partimos y eh, la copa que bebemos sea una participación, un, la comunión del cuerpo y de la sangre de Cristo. Lord, I want to pray for each person, each family, each individual within the sound of my voice. And I want to pray, God, that we can hear you so that we can know you, so that we can love you and obey you and trust you que podamos huirte para poder seguirte, amarte, obedecerte, confiar en ti. Thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. En el nombre del Señor Jesús. Amen. So, some of you may have picked up this week these individual communion kits. I want to give you a chance to, to have those ready and uh, to be prepared for the instructions that I'm going to give you. A lo mejor tienen estos paquetes de comunión. Quiero que los tengan a mano, listos. 
If not, please know that you could also just have some bread from the pantry, uh, some juice from your refrigerator, grape juice, and you could participate in that way. And so um, please, I hope you have that ready to go. I want to just share with you the very heart of this meal. The Lord Jesus, the same night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he gave it to his followers, saying, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. El Señor Jesús, en la misma noche que fue entregado, tomó el pan y dando gracias, lo partió y se lo dio a sus discípulos, diciendo, Tomad, comed, este es mi cuerpo, que por vosotros es partido. Haced esto en memoria de mí. After the same manner, after they had eaten, he took the cup and he said to them, this cup is the new testament, the new covenant made in my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. Después de la misma manera también tomó la copa diciendo esta copa es el nuevo pacto en mi sangre. Haced eso cada vez que beban de ella en memoria de mí. So I want to just invite us to open up the communion packet and you can take out that little piece of wafer. And we invite you to share with me the bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. El pan que partimos es la comunión del cuerpo de Cristo. Open up, open up and eat it in faith. Abranse y coman en fe. I invite you to then take the cover off of the cup. The cup of blessing, which we bless, is the communion, the participation in the blood of Christ. La copa de bendiciones que bendecimos es la comunión de la sangre de Cristo. It's the communion of the blood of Christ. And I invite you to open up and drink in faith. Abranse y beban en fe. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for communicating to us in so many ways. We thank you for speaking to us now, reminding us of what you've done in Jesus' death. Gracias por recordarnos lo que has hecho en la muerte de Jesús. Thank you that you're speaking, reminding us you're with us right here, right now by your spirit. Nos recuerdas que estás con nosotros ahora mismo con tu espíritu.
The same spirit of the risen Lord Jesus is with us right now. El Espíritu del Señor Jesús resucitado está con nosotros ahora. And thank you that you're speaking to us and reminding us that the future, although it sometimes looks very dark and difficult, the future is bright because, Jesus, you are returning to establish your eternal kingdom and it is sure to happen and we can look forward with hope. Nos recuerdas el futuro que no es oscuro, aunque parezca así, que tú vienes en luz para restablecer tu reino para siempre. We will be with you and your people forever and ever. There will be no mourning or death or crying or pain or pandemics. There will be none of that. Thank you. No habrá pandemias, ni, ni lágrimas, ni muerte, ni dolor. Gracias. Thank you. Help us this week to listen. To listen up looking to you. Ayúdanos esta semana para escuchar y mirarte hacia ti. And we will love you with all we've got. We praise you and we thank you for your gift of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray. Gracias por el regalo de Jesucristo. En su nombre oramos. Amen.